the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I will have some giveaways later today, so keep those dialing fingers already. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, stock markets, Donald Trump. Um record levels you know you start using a lot of buzzwords and thoughts like that and you eventually come to hmm, this feels pretty good uh, then you get to the idea of what can mess this all up and there's a pretty clear message out there that it's the fed open market committee who is the fed open market committee the fed open market committee is a bunch of bankers and they come from different regions and they get different appointees during their tenure to kind of be like the board of supervisors or the lesser board of supervisors and uh they got that going on right um so you start thinking about okay uh, they're a bunch of bankers and they represent dallas and san francisco and boston and new york and richmond and atlanta and chicago they represent all these different regions and some of them see a lot of inflation out there Housing prices in California going up, 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 up. Whereas, let's say housing prices in Detroit might be going down, 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 down. That's just a hypothetical, so don't go out there and quote me on that one. But you get the idea. Um, it's it's Fed speak on our economy is hot, our economy is cold, and we need to strengthen them by loosening loans on autos. And San Francisco is like, we don't need to loose loans on autos. We got Tesla. Detroit's like, we've got GM. So and they, they argue with each other. They kind of come with a consensus of what to expect. And they all look at the stock markets and their regional stocks and the overall stocks. And they all look at housing prices and car prices and uh, job openings. They're meeting today. And their announcement is going to change basically the, the color tone. So imagine if you think we're painting in blue and they add a lot of water or a lot of white or a lot of red to it, changing the color of the market. We don't know what color they're going to squirt today. Try as we might, we don't know. It's Fed decision day, and no one thinks the Fed's going to make any interest rate changes. They don't. No one thinks they're going to raise interest rates, but there could be some more details about that $4.5 trillion balance sheet, which can take a number of years to unwind. Basically, when our economy got into trouble, our economy needs to be funded, and one of the things they did was they printed money and bought our bonds, and they basically said, we love it, we love it, we love it, we love it, love it, love it. They bought so many bonds, the, you know, the, the cost of the bond, the yield of the bond went lower. They were in such demand that you know we didn't need to be lending money because uh, we didn't need to give you a high interest rate because we were buying our own debt with, with low interest rates, right? So it drove it lower, and that made, you know, 
companies borrow money. And when companies borrow money, they do things like build billion-dollar offices like Apple did. And they put employees in there. And, whoa, there's a lot of jobs, both in the creation of that bill. You get the idea, right? So the Fed signal what they're going to do for the rest of 2017 and beyond. That's going to come today. That's the idea. Unemployment's hovered just below 5% for the past year, a level many economists consider to be near full employment. In August, we were down to 4.4%. Recent inflation readings have continued to run below the Fed's 2% target rate, which is the damnation game. Never play poker with the devil because you're probably going to lose. Now, he may say, I'm going to give you women and money and power, but in the end, I get your soul. And no one wants to give up their soul. So where does this go? Our asset prices, our homes, and our stock market are all-time highs. But then you look at other parts of our economy where there should be inflation, like real wages for average Americans, savings, they're not doing great. So there's not a lot of inflation, you know, creating a wage inflation for the average person. Comfortable majority of the current voting FOMC meeting members would still seem to be support another rate hike this year, maybe in December. Three next year, then one more in 2019. And then we're done. Now, that's the thought. Now, keep in mind, a couple of years ago, we thought we were going to get four and we got one. Um, so the Fed's being a lot more cautious than what the media looks at it. Now, the $4.5 trillion balance sheet is so large as a result of the extraordinary easing by the Fed um, that, you know, they said that in June they were going to start gradually reducing its holdings of treasuries. Now, they're going to start at about $6 billion a month, and you do the number of $4 trillion, and that's, uh, it's going to take a long time. So, and that's just to get us back to normalization. So, we got that to consider and to think about, okay? You with me, against me. FedEx, Adobe, Bed Bath & Beyond, and General Mills all disappointed with their latest earnings. Wah, wah, wah. Adobe was near an all-time high, and they disappoint. Damn you, Adobe. You damn dirty ape. Ford said it's going to temporarily idle production at five North American plants to combat raising, rising uh, inventory levels for slower-selling cars. Okay, that's not good, because I look at the calendar, and it's almost October. It's 100 days to Christmas, people. It's 100 days to Christmas. And Ford says, God, don't, don't bother punching in today. But I need the hours so I can pay my bills and I get my kid Christmas present. Sorry, don't check in today. We're not paying you. We're not making any cars right now. So that cuts down on the demand for steel, for demand for rubbers, for tires, for not financing of cars. So, but they're firing up the trucks. No problem there, but they're slow or selling cars. Nope. So that's negative. So there's two negatives there. Earnings for four big companies, General Mills, Bed Bath & Beyond, Adobe, and FedEx. FedEx is a big one. 3M's downgraded today by J.P. Morgan to underweight from neutral. Goldman Sachs is cutting its rating on Johnson Johnson. This feels bad. This feels bad. Now there's got three flags today. Then you got mortgage applications down 9.7% last week. Four flags. Hurricane Maria Maria. Can I get some sharks versus the Jets? Hurricane Maria Maria is beating down on Puerto Rico as Category 4 storm. Um, it was Category 5 yesterday, but hey, more people are going to die. That Mexico City. Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry for breaking down here, but... Um, Yesterday, you know, hey, another quake hits Mexico, and initially not a lot of damage. And you learn about an elementary school collapsing and just squashing children, 20-plus kids. And you're like, oh. 
most frustrating part of the job is I'd rather be on a beach right now and not thinking about the rest of the world. And a friend of mine works for um, a disaster relief company, and he said yesterday, which is fantastic, he goes, if I were writing a book, I would write a book about this summer and hurricane after hurricane after hurricane, tsunami, 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 flood, 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 earthquake, earthquake, earthquake. And, it, and people want to believe it. It's been a brutal summer for natural disasters, and he's in the business of natural disasters. So Mexico and other parts of Mexico are digging out after the ravages of a 7.1 earthquake that killed over 200 people. Oil prices happen to be up 1% to 49.98 a barrel. Wall Street likes that $50 level. Um, again, if, if the world's not making money, the oil producers aren't making money. The, the oil producers aren't going on vacation. They're not spending. They're not raising prices. You want kind of a Goldilocks where it's warm. You don't want it cold. You don't want it too hot. So 10-year Treasury sits at, um, where is the 10-year Treasury? 2.23%. Uh, that should move higher. The Fed signals uh, rising interest rates. And the two-year note sits at 1.39%. So based on the FOMC meeting today at 2 Eastern, 11 Pacific, um, 11.30 is going to be the big time to, to watch the market. So if you're at the gym and you're on the treadmill, that's when, when the rules are going to change, so to speak. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. I'm around. Don't be shy. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and your money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. So reviews on the Apple Watch are out, and most of them are pretty positive. Um, but what a lot of people are saying is that uh, don't get the one with the cellular connectivity. Don't get the more expensive one. Um, the Wall Street Journal's Joanna Stern said users will be lucky if the battery allows you to roam on cellular for longer than half a day, especially if you're making calls. Uh, Stern also experienced drop calls when using the watch on AT&T and T-Mobile. Seen it, Scott Stein said it's the best phone watch he's ever tested. Uh, he also didn't seem as bothered by the call quality, but did complain about poor battery life when it's being used as a phone with GPS on. Um, the Verge's Lauren Goody said, you could still call me on my cell phone um, because the Wi-Fi and the uh, uh, cellular network are fighting with each other. The New York Times said the watch is good um, but and said the value of the cellular capabilities on the Apple Watch is questionable considering the price you pay each month, which is about 10 bucks. Chin said, this is the first smartwatch you can confidently recommend people buy, but says most people don't need the connected model. So I think those are pretty positive reviews, all things considered. Uh, CFP Chad Burton does the morning show here from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Now is a great time to look at your portfolio and see where you are as you're starting to move into 2018. Bring on CFP Chad Burton. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton, newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Tackling some of the bigger financial planning concepts. Let's talk a little bit on the 401k to an IRA. Main reasons why you would roll over your 401k. I guess that's when you're leaving a company because we're rolling it over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You've left a company or you've, you've retired. Let me, let me get a couple of reasons out of the way on why you wouldn't do it. Okay. Because we can't just ignore those. There are certain times where you know you go to somebody that's trying to sell you something, they'll always tell you to roll it over. But look, if you retired early and you're over 55, a lot of 401k plans allow you to take withdrawals 
before age 59 and a half, between age 55. So as long as you've separated from service and you're over at the age of 55 or over, you can take withdrawals from the plan without paying the 10% penalty. So early retirees may need to do some planning and leave some of the money in the 401k to access it penalty-free. Um, the other situation is if you're facing a legal issue, major lawsuit or something like that, you might be better served in the 401k. Other than that, a lot of people say, I'm just going to leave my 401k there because either I don't have time to deal with it or the investments are performing fine. Well, in a rising market where the S&P 500 is up double digits, everything's performing fine, right? Right. And you can always find those funds or even a cheaper version of those funds at a brokerage firm. You can open up an IRA at TD Ameritrade or Schwab and get those same funds there. Don't you bring in some potential risk of... Uh, you now you've lost that professional guidance, or now you've lost that professional structure, and you have to recreate your own structure. Well, so, if you've no, because it, typically nobody's moving the money for you. You still have to pick your own choices within those funds, and a lot of smaller employer plans have hidden fees that the employee doesn't see. They're supposed to disclose that now, but nobody reads it. So you might have what looks like a well-known no-load fund, but it's inside of an annuity contract with an extra one percent in annual fees. So get it, and it's so hard. When people end up with three or four different 401k plans and IRAs all over the place, they don't know what their overall asset allocation or performance is because it's everywhere. Consolidate it all into an IRA. You end up with better investment choices, lower fees. You can have the ability to convert to a Roth IRA if that's right in your financial plan where you pay the taxes now in exchange for a tax-free account for the rest of your life. Also, IRAs do have that kind of better emergency access, Rob, if, if, you know, people are laid off, for example, sure. Um, if you're using the funds, there's certain rules that apply. So you got to look this up and deal with a tax advisor. But if you need to pull money out without for, to pay for things like health insurance costs or higher education costs, there's ways to do it without paying the 10% early withdrawal penalty on IRAs where there's not with the 401k plans. Uh, I've also seen people that retire and they have their 401ks, a couple different 401ks left at the places they used to work for. And I've seen those companies, they go through a takeover, a merger, or the plan is suspended because something's gone wrong in the plan. And all of a sudden, you know, they're taking withdrawals out of the, IR, the 401k and they're having a call to do it. Yep. And all of a sudden they go through a 90 day blackout period where they can't do anything. And then what do you do? So easier access to retirement. A big one too for older people where they really need to get out of the 401k and into an IRA is that at age 70 and a half, you're forced to take money out of your retirement accounts, whether or not you want to. Now, if you had 20 different IRAs, you could calculate your annual required minimum distribution for all of them and take it out of just one account. If you have money in 401ks and 403bs, you have to satisfy each different account. And a lot of people have been getting a 50% penalty because they calculate their 401k into their IRA, calculate their minimum required distribution for their 401ks and IRAs together and just pull it out of the IRA. Yep. That's not satisfied. You just shot yourself in the foot. And you have a 50% penalty on what you're supposed to take out of the 401k. So get them rolled over. So there's a lot of reasons to consider rolling over a 401k to an IRA. We just went through many of them. Um, better investment choices, lower fees, ability to slowly convert to a Roth, a little emergency access in case you need it without that 10% penalty, and easier access at retirement. If you want to find out more about Chad Burton, you can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocus. Financial.com. I'm Rob Black. You can find me on YouTube, Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show. Again, it's Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. Now, Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. 
people who are between the ages of 45 and 54. They're known as Generation Xers. Um, how much have over 10,000 saved? 25%. Between 5,000 and 10,000, 6%. Between 1,000 and 5,000, 12%. Less than 1,000 saved, 18%. Zero saved, 40%. You want at least three to six months worth of expenses in an emergency fund to cope with an accident, crisis, or layoff. When you're first starting out, there might be some things you need to do before getting to that goal, such as paying off debt. That being said, you always want one month in advance. That way you're not living paycheck to paycheck. Americans don't save enough. We don't invest enough. It's going to get bad as we grow older. There's an alarming number of individuals that have nothing in the bank. What's encouraging is that there's been a noticeable increase of people who have more than 10000 But again, this is horrific. Generation Xers are people between 35 and 54, and the younger ones who are, are you know, in that 35 range, 54% have less than $1,000 in savings. Now, that does not account for retirement contributions or money invested elsewhere, just the liquid cash that people have laying around. It is super important that you have money on the side so that when you get laid off, you don't have to tap it. I've seen way too many people in television and some in radio get laid off, and their plan B was to not get laid off. That is not good. UPS announces they're going to hire about 95,000 workers for the holiday season. Never done UPS work. Um, I worked for the post office in college during one summer, uh, throwing packages around, and it basically told me never send China, find China via the post office. FedEx CEO today is saying, I doubt e-commerce will ever dominate retail. He thinks Amazon's disrupting retail, but he doesn't think e-commerce is going to eliminate the retailing sector of the country. It's about 10% now. It's certainly going to grow as a percentage, but will it ever be half? I doubt it, he says. I think he's on the wrong side of that argument. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Equifax stock has been pummeled, and it's been pummeled because they were hacked back in March. And they are a credit bureau, so we don't sign up for their services, and yet they monitor our credit history for us. Equifax could get away with paying a mere $1 per person after failing to protect almost half of America's credit data. The 118-year-old credit reporting firm has been hit with more than 100 consumer lawsuits over its massive security breach. A global settlement of about $200 million is plausible. It's been hit to the tune of billions and billions of dollars in market capitalization. So could it be a buying opportunity? It sure as heck could be. There's a good deal for the embattled credit reporting company as its exposure theoretically could amount to $143 billion under a federal law that carries damages of as much as $1,000 a person, plus punitive damages. All the negative publicity of the company still may relish the chance to put at least one legal headache behind it sooner rather than later. Shares have fallen 30%. Company officials now face calls to testify before Congress. It's going to get uglier before it gets prettier. For consumers, or more precisely, for their attorneys, a modest settlement would avoid the risk of winning nothing at all if no actual harm from the hack could be definitely traced back to the company. So, it's all about the legal side. You a gambling man? Do you think it's a buying opportunity? Apple is admitting today, off topic, that they're um, got some issues with Apple Watch connectivity. 
So the shares are down 2% today after the tech company reportedly said there's issues with the connectivity of its Apple and Watch Series 3. The new Apple smartwatch is the first to connect to cellular networks on its own without having to be electronically tethered to an iPhone, but reviewers had issues staying connected while reviewing the new device. Apple admitted an issue in an official statement saying that, you know, some unauthenticated Wi-Fi networks are kind of messing up its cellular connection. Um, It's a $399 watch. The reviews are pretty positive, minus the cellular connection. But this is a thing where did they rush it out, and will a software patch be enough? With that out there, uh, let's talk a little mortgages. Take a look at existing home sales fell to a 12-month low. U.S. home resales fell to their lowest level in a year. Hurricane Harvey. Good day. Depressed activity in Houston and a perennial shortage of properties in the market sideline buyers. So Harvey, uh, second hurricane, Irma right behind it. Now, Maria, uh, Irma slammed into Florida earlier this month and it could hurt September home resales. Texas and Florida account for about 18% of existing home sales. Pretty fascinating stuff, right? Victoria's Secret lowered today. The L Brands, which is a publicly traded uh, company that owns Victoria's Secret, um, there's increased competition in the intimate apparel industry. And men around the world cheer. There's nothing wrong with competition in intimate apparel, we say, but investors don't like it because L Brands is the owner of Victoria's Secret and Bath and Body Works. Its stock has underperformed the market this year as shares are down 40%. 40%. They're losing uh, market share to companies like American Eagle owned Airy Brand, which grew its lingerie and bra sales by 26%. Um, then you get companies like Nike and Under Armour doing the sports bra competition. And uh, again, will the Victoria's Secret angels come through yet again? It's a big question. Speaking about coming through yet again, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Let's talk a little mortgages in the mortgage market with Mr. Mendez. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. So affordable housing is a, a crazy concept. And we keep talking about putting affordable housing near Cisco. We keep talking about putting affordable housing in your Facebook. We keep talking about putting affordable housing in San Francisco. Tony Mendez, what about the concept of putting Facebook in Stockton? Or or Tesla in, in Reno? Yeah. I mean, I th- where there the, is affordable housing. I think that it is probably something we're going to see over the next couple of years. I don't I don't know. Five to ten years from now, we're going to see the West really spread out of the tech boom, really spread out throughout many of the states. I think Reno's going to benefit. Um, Salt Lake City, Denver. It seems like Tesla Boise. and Amazon are both going to where there's affordable infrastructure. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't see a lot of other companies. Well, we already know the buyers are moving out. Um, places like the, the cities we just mentioned are leading the nation in uh, Google searches for housing. Um, National Association of Realtors also has acknowledged that there is a shift in the demographics of the buyers moving out of the state. Um, and the West is leading it, L.A. and the, uh, and San Francisco. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if the co- if companies start thinking, you know, Nevada is a great state because it's got the tax benefits uh, and, and affordable housing. And it's close to Tahoe. It's got no, no, Tahoe. really, really. <laughs> Nevada is not a great state. Uh, Seriously, don't say that again. I can't get that far in the conversation, can I? Before it turns into some sort of Stockton conversation, huh? Kind of, some yeah. sort of bashing. You're just adding to your list from the earlier list that you had this morning of who you want to insult. 
yeah. the Vannons. It's not that I want to insult. It's just that they're, they're, they're well, they're there to be insulted. <laughs> there to be insulted. As Mr. <laughs> as Mr. Trump said, she was kind of a pig for Miss Universe candidate or Miss Universe winner. She was kind of a pig. Um, it is. It is yeah, a. That is a joke. It's a tough with sarcasm. Please vote for me. It's a tough scenario putting affordable housing in an area that that it really doesn't need it. That would solve so many problems in the United States. Well, what I mean by not needing it, I mean there are people who can afford more higher priced homes. So you're not going to see builders really benefiting out of lower income housing. What they're doing is they're building rental units instead. Um, and that to, to a community could be considered affordable housing. But then again, rents can be driving up the new rents right now are leading we lead the nation in the highest new rents meaning a turnover in rent so somebody could be renting the landlord kicks them out and the new renter comes in at the highest at the highest market value the so new units are really better and that's the that's the whole drive of 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 new construction right now is multifamily housing it's not single family housing it's multifamily housing because that's where the that's where the money is so there's no incentive for any builders to build affordable housing. here. Which comes back to a lot of people get pissed off when you do incentivize a company to come to you or like, you know, uh, Vegas. Um, should Vegas be building a stadium to get the Raiders? Um, who, who flips the bell? Is it the city of Vegas? Is it the people of Vegas? Is it, you know, the owner of the Raiders who's going to benefit? Um and again, we, it's, it's complicated. We all want affordable housing. And the best thing possible that would happen is if Facebook said, you know what? We're moving half of our offices to Stockton. But then the real estate would go crazy for in Stockton. The people that have been there for 30 years, like, we don't want those rich Facebook people. It's like people in Portland. Yep. They, don't, they don't want Californians. So people in Portland don't want people with higher IQs than them. <laughs> people in Portland don't want people who actually shower to... Uh, what, three to four times a week. And they put deodorant on in the morning instead of at night. Exactly. Yeah. People in Portland just are not, well, they're like that show Portlandia. You had a pretty big list today of, of, of offenders. Thank you. I worked on it. So I did a nice job. So, um, yeah, people in Portland, they like their Coors Light. They don't want us fancy people coming up there. Did you just cough on air? I pushed the button. Beer. So, end of the year, Fed's going to raise interest rates. You think that'll change your business any? No. No? No. I, I think, you know, rates really aren't what drives the market. It's going to change refinances. It's predicted that by the year 2000. You ref- really have a hairdresser? <laughs> I, thank you. Thank you. Can I pull, can I pull on it? Um, I have a hat on for the record, so there is no hair issue. Okay, so end of the year. Quick, you've got about a minute. Um, products drive the real estate market. Uh, refinances will drop by the year 2000. A lot of people, it's just, you know, if rates go up, every, everybody that has and could have refinanced or bought is getting a near record rate, low rate. So... Uh, we have that's an easy prediction that refinances will go down. Purchases, uh, we need something to happen. The catalyst, we don't know what that is. Is it going to be higher interest rates? Is it going to be a lower stock market? Is it going to be a sell-off? Baby boomers. In your blue hoodie, you look like Linder Smurf. 
Thank you for giving me at least 30 seconds to talk before you, you know, bash me. You, you're adding me to the list. I appreci- I'm honored that I'm the last you person you can find you're him at com. That's bayarealonesource.com. One big thing that's keeping the market afloat right now is investor psychology. It's a comparison no one really wants to hear. The stock market's got a lot of like um, similar traits the 1929 market had before the big crash. Nobel Prize winning economist Robert Schiller has been arguing valuations are extremely expensive. He came out and even though he said things are expensive, he says the psychology that, you know, one vital characteristic protecting investors from losing their nest egg is that people want to be in the market. There's a lot said for that, but eventually that too wears thin. Um, Now, on the other hand, we see Warren Buffett talk about the market going to a million. I'm not making this up. He says, shorting U.S. stocks is a loser's game, and people who are pessimistic about America are nuts. Step aside, pessimist. The only way up for U.S. stocks, the only way is up for U.S. stocks. And that's according to the closely followed billionaire uh, Warren Buffett. The chairman of Berkshire Hathaway said he thinks the U.S. is in pretty good shape, and even 100 years out, stocks are a solid bet. Backing that up, Buffett noted that 1,500 different individuals who have been featured on Forbes' list of 400 wealthiest Americans since the start of the tally in 1982, um, none of them are short sellers. They don't make money when the market falls. They make money when the market goes up. He doubles and even triples the belief that U.S. stocks are the best long-term bet around. He tossed in a fairly bullish call. He thinks the Dow Jones Industrial Average will be over 1 million in 100 years. I agree completely with Warren Buffet. He is the king of investing. All hell, Warren. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about today is Fed Day, which is a pretty big day on Wall Street as far as we get these meetings where we kind of get some insight out of the Federal Reserve on what they expect from the economy, inflation, interest rates. And these are big market movers. Um, It's worthy of note. So, you know, I'm not saying the whole day is wrong and we're going to suffer for it. Wait till it, wait for it, wait for it. I, I want you to be the same investor you always are, but know that this is one of those days where things can change pretty quickly. So... Um, just throwing that out there for you as much as I can. Um, how much should you have saved is always a big question in your 20s, your financials. Uh, life needs to start getting in order. You need to have a foundation. You need to have some sort of concept. Um, how much money can you save? Can you save 25% of your overall gross pay? Then you're going to be ahead of the curve when you hit your 30s and 40s. But if you can do five, you're starting off well. Start with an emergency fund, then start saving. Um, So try not to spend more than 75% of your income on necessities like rent, utilities, cell phone bills, and discretionary expenses. If I didn't have a fully funded 401k, if I could not say this, raise my right hand, put my left hand on a Bible, do I swear to tell the truth, nothing but the truth, and the whole truth, so help me God, I would not own a cell phone if I did not say... I am 100% ready and funded for retirement. I don't know how people do it. Um, I see people in radio and television that I work with that have, they laugh at a 401k. And yet they pull out their 401 they pull out their Apple or their Google, and they're like, do, 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 do. That is a luxury, my friends. Um, you're going to end up poor. 
very, very, very poor if you don't have uh, one times your salary saved in your 30s, two times by the time you're 35, three times by the time you're 40. Uh, and it goes up 10 to 20 times your salary by the time you retire. So if you're 10 years away from retirement and you're making $50,000, you should have you know, well north of two hundred to three hundred to four hundred thousand dollars saved. So ten to twenty times by the time you retire. That's just it's not an opinion, that's a fact of how long your money's gonna last if you live a normal life in retirement. So American Airlines says that they're gonna start a price war as some of the lower discounters are starting to cut prices. American Airline or airline stocks are down eighteen percent since July after basically um Hurricanes kind of shut everything down in Florida and Houston. So whether it be American, United, or Delta, they're all competing against discounters with no frills at this point in time. It's not equilibrium. It all gets sorted out. There's a market for ultra-low-cost carriers and their product. That's been proven. Uh, American, though, will go after you know putting butts in the seats, so to speak. Uh, weaker fares have recently prompted some airlines to lower their forecasts. Um, one analyst said, you know, if you're going to buy shares, look at United Spirit um, or American, um, saying, you know, the other guys get hit harder because these guys can, you know, do that, operate in that environment a little bit easier. A lot of retailers are looking to stimulate, uh, sim- stimulate, yeah, some anemic sales by hiring thousands of more workers this year to work not on sales floors, but to work on online orders. Target said it's hiring 100,000 temporary holiday workers, up from 70,000 workers that have hired in each last four years. Um, job sites, uh, a company called Indeed.com, said there's a 34% rise in seasonal job openings at companies like Amazon, Best Buy, Macy's, and Target. Brick-and-mortar companies are throwing down the gauntlet and saying we're going to have more customer-facing employees to try to hopefully take advantage of the competitive aspect that might be hard for online retailers to duplicate. So the brick-and-mortar hard retailing industry has been trying to recover from years of declining sales and mounting losses. Victoria's Secret today says that you know falling bra prices are hurting their profitability. I just like that headline. I can do that one every segment for the next uh, five days. It'll never get old in my head. So I guess you could say L Brand stock needs a little support. Eh? Eh? Insert drum shot there. Um, 800-516-1220 calls on the air. The CEO of FedEx said, um, talked about Amazon and Whole Foods. He talked to, he said basically e-commerce is revolution for sure, but you know, it's still 10% of the overall retail economy. But he said Amazon and Whole Foods, they want to be in grocery business and groceries are heavy. They're hard to handle. People like to come and see the produce and so forth. He said, I've been in the grocery business twice, and I have to tell you, it's one of the toughest businesses in the world with very low margins and very, very good competitors. I don't think Amazon wants to be in the grocery business per se. I think they want to be in the delivery business, and they want to be at a disruptor. So I think he's not even speaking the the right language in any way, shape, or form. Toys R Us, their bankruptcy is really going to hurt Mattel, who makes Barbie and Hot Wheels, amongst other things. Uh, Mattel stock was down 6% this week when it was noted that uh, out of nowhere, Toys R Us was going bankrupt. And there's a big short entrance, interest in companies like Mattel. Hasbro's got the Star Wars franchise and another movie coming up. Um, holders of Mattel stock may find some solace in the fact that at least some Toys R Us stores are going to remain open. But holiday season's not a time when people should be saying the word bankruptcy. 
Um, again, Apple is admitting that their cell phone, their watch has a problem with cellular connectivity. Uh, for now, if you want to be on the safe side, you get the Wi-Fi only version. The reviews of the Wi-Fi only version are that it's incredible. Um, CNN Scott Science says it's the best phone watch he's ever tested. The Verge said you should still carry a cell phone. Um, so she says she can't recommend buying the watch because the battery life is a bit of a problem, especially when you're using GPS or cell phone. Wired uh, magazine's David Pierce said performance was dramatically better than his older Apple Watch, and the battery life was about five hours on LTL, LTE or a full day when he wasn't connected to a cellular network. He seemed to have no issue using the phone, uh, the watch for phone calls and pulling up Siri. He called it the biggest workout gadget of its kind, or the best workout gadget. Uh, he just wished it had an always-on display. So, And again, Apple's got that coming down the road, right? I think they're very deliberate in how they handle their business model. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Don't be shy. Pick up the phone. Give me a call. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.